We've been taught in the, in the industry and in the world that you gotta be, do, and have. But changing your mindset is something you have to do. The secret is not doing more, the secret is becoming more. And when you become more of who you are, when you become more of who you're designed to be, the world opens up, opportunities show up. The mindset of high achievers is not what you think it is. It's not designed to be a mindset. It's not something that you have to transpose and become something uniquely different. It's who you are, right? So when we use the term mindset, we're actually negating it. We're trying to become something other than we are. That you gotta change who you are and change the way that you, you are in order to succeed in something. But true success, the truest, greatest place of every, every great athlete, every great leader, every person talks about when they're authentically themselves, they have high achieving standards. And they say to themselves like, you know what, I'm a high achiever because I am who I am. We've been taught in the, in the industry and in the world that you gotta be, do, and have. But changing your mindset is something you have to do. The secret is not doing more, the secret is becoming more. And when you become more of who you are, when you become more of who you're designed to be, the world opens up, opportunities show up, right? And the science of it allows you to go into the prefrontal cortex, which allows you to think and expand your awareness. When you expand your awareness, you get greater income, greater opportunities, greater, greater potential. Anger, emotions get, go down. The power of this, it allows your life to become the standard that you created. It's about the standard at the level you wanna think, right? Thinking is a thing. Right? It's something that is a science and something that is understood. And it's not just psychology. It's actually a culmination of many different sciences, but it's science. Uh, it's neuroscience. It's interpersonal neurobiology, psychoneurology. It's, it's all these different things that we understand why we think the way that we do. And science is showing us more and more every single day. So as a doctor, I look at, and I study this stuff because kind of a geek that way. Cause I want to know what makes me tick. What makes my family tick? What makes you tick? But when you understand that it's not just, just a, a transpositional moment in time when you have to go into a mindset, it's more about who do you have to be? Who do you have to embody? And then how do you become and step into that? That's why this video is gonna show you the science, the tools, the strategies you need to do to make sure that you stay in that state, that you live there, not just switch it from time to time. Only when you need to perform, you go different and then you go off. That's, that's gonna create exhaustion. See, when you have to turn yourself on and off, on and off, on and off, you burn more energy. And when you burn more energy, you lose more glucose. When you lose more glucose, you don't have the energy to sustain, right? The greatest, most inspired people love doing what they love to do, and they'll do it over and over and over. And they'll compete against themselves, no one else. They'll look at themselves and say, you know what? How do I beat myself? But let's play the game of life, because it's a game. We're here to enjoy it, we're here to experience it, all of it and understand its beauty from the highs, the lows and all of it. And I know if you're probably watching this video, you're probably a high achiever and someone who wants to get your life to the next level. Let's get you there. Check out the science. I'll see you guys in another video. I'm Dr. Lowe. Thanks a lot. Statistically speaking, someone who's gonna change their beliefs only will change themselves 30% of the time. 30% of the time. And they'll say things like, you know what? I have a limiting belief. I have a limiting belief. You know what? I should be a millionaire by now, but I have a limiting belief, doc. I get this every day. I have a limiting belief, doc, that doesn't allow me to make more money. No, 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 no. 
You have a belief that you have currently designed specifically for you that is serving to keep you alive. Because as much as you think, or we think, that we want to think, all of us want to think, that the world is about abundance, the brain is not. The brain is not built for abundance. The brain is actually built on the premise of survival. It's on survival. We want it to be abundant because abundance is dopamine. Makes us feel good. Makes us say, you know what, I just got to be positive. All I got to do is positive thinking and money will show up. All I got to do is be positive and new clients will show up. All I got to do is be positive and the world will create new things. No, no, that's not true. Not true in any capacity. The sickest people I see, believe it or not, are positive thinkers. And you know these positive thinkers, right? Positive thinkers are the best. Is when you know you meet them and... Um, I'll give you, let me tell you, this lady, I'm getting reminded of this lady. She, I'm like, I, I met her one time. I said, so how you doing? I said, I'm doing super fragilistically amazing. I am so good. I'm so amazing. I'm so like this, I'm off the chart so good. How are you? You doing amazing? I'm doing great too. I added the Valley Girl part just for entertainment. I hope that was okay. But that's really, but you've all met that person that everything is completely amazing, right? Kimberly, you know this person? Of course you do. You all have it. We've all met him. And here's the thing I say when that happens. Back off. Right? Because you're into everyone's body. It's like, uh, hold the fuck on, lady or guy. Like, stay. And you know they've gone to some, some diluted place. But they're the ones that have the great... They show the world everything is wonderful. But on the inside, you go peel the onion. You go peel the layers back. And there's more chaos and drama and bullshit in their home and in their personal life and their health than they'll ever tell you. Than they'll ever tell you. And it breeds illnesses like cancers. It breeds illnesses like depression. It breeds illnesses like suicide inside that. Because it creates more chaos. Now I'm not, th- I'm not saying in your life, don't be happy. Don't, don't, be, don't ever experience great things. I want you to have an inspired life. And by Sunday night, my goal is not to make you happy inside this. My goal is to get you rewired to live inspired. And living inspired is high performance thinking. I'm going to give you the tools to get there. And if you're excited about that, put your hands up, put yes in the chat box because that's what we're here to create this weekend. It's not an accident. I'm not going to do this arbitrary thing. I'm not going to just make you walk away and say happy. I want you to sit and say, oh, look, because the beliefs, the behaviors, and the habits, that model leaves us at a 30%, 33% success rate. Over time, statistically, over the last 100 years, they've proved this. That people who just try and change their beliefs alone have a 33% chance of actually doing it. Over time. Not on a weekend. Or over time they can do that. Why is that? So I want you to think about that. That means if you've been following the old model of personal development, the way that it was, the way the old way it used to... Like Think and Grow Rich, right? Think and Grow Rich was a great book. It started with the word think. We just forgot about that. And we just said we just want to grow rich. Nobody taught us the science of thinking... They said, here's a collection of habits that I've seen other people do. Have you read Think and Grow Rich? Go read it, right? It doesn't tell you what, how to think. It tells you how these people thought. Do you understand the difference between that? It taught you how other people thought, and that's how you should think. It doesn't teach you why you need to, the way you think. There's a vast difference in that. But if Think and Grow Rich was the secret, now I know I'm talking a little fast, I'm intense right now. If that was the secret, then wouldn't everyone be rich? Because all of you have read it. I've read it 12 times over. I even know 
Chapter 6, transmutation of sex. Don't have sex, basically. I don't know about that. I don't really like that chapter very much. <laughs> it's not my favorite chapter. I'm just going to tell you. But I tried it. I did for a while because I was married in a bad relationship. Four years I tried it. Didn't make me any richer. Didn't make me any richer. That leaves us to a 67% chance of failing. Think about that for a second. If changing your beliefs alone was success, then that leaves us on a premise of a 67% chance of failure. 33% to 67%. I don't know about you. I'm not a betting man. But I will tell you this. Well, that's not true. I am a betting man. I bet on myself. And if I'm going to bet on myself, I'm going to take the 67% odd over the 33% any single day. Right? Because the truth was is that if you're going to change this, you're going to have to change the way that you think. You're going to have to change the way that you do things. Now, for me, I remember being backstage when I used to speak with all the personal development gurus you could think of. You could say their names, and, and I've spoken with them on stages. You go, I was there, I was backstage in the green rooms with all these guys. And I was at a point in my life where, like, look, I'm not going to lie. I, had, I was in the middle of a massive divorce. I, I told you I was making lots of money. I made hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I, didn't, I don't have it. My ex-wife has most of it. <laughs> but I was sitting there with nothing to my name. And I was working in, this, in the business, trying to work and trying to sell and trying to, trying to do all this stuff and trying to help other speakers. And I was speaking on stage, speaking to tens of thousands of people and telling people that you got to change your beliefs. You gotta, inside, it was so wasn't congruent because I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money. And I was literally telling people to do this and I'd be backstage and I'd be telling, talking to these gurus and I'd say, look, you guys got to help me. You guys got to help me because I have no money. Like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my child support right now. And honestly, like, it was hard. It was one of the hardest times in my life. I was away from my kids and I couldn't see them for months at a time. Not because I couldn't, not because I was a derelict father, because I couldn't afford to. But here I was on stage with all these gurus inside of it, speaking, sharing the stage, doing all this shit. And it was so hard sitting back there, telling people what they wanted to hear. And I'd say to them, I said, you guys need to help me. I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I said, I, I need, to, I have no money. I literally, I had a lemon to eat for four days. Like that's not a hyperbole. That's not an exaggeration. I cut it into quarters because that's all I could eat. Like I did intermittent fasting before it was a thing because I had to, not because I, not because of any other reason. I had to. And I remember that morning I got up this morning, not this morning, a morning, and I went to my, my books. I'm like, look, everyone's fucking telling me you got to think positive. You got to believe in yourself. You got to do all this stuff. And I said, okay, but they all tell me that you got to change your beliefs. You've got to change your beliefs. And I said, okay, well, fuck, how do I do that? I'd say, how do I change my beliefs? And they'd sit and tell me that you've got to, you've got to know what they are. And, 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 or excuse me, they would sit and say, you've just got to change them. I said, okay, but how do I know what they are? And honestly, they, they, 
would say, like, look at your environment around you. Those are your beliefs. I thought about that for... I looked at my environment and that's my beliefs? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm a doctor. I know better than this. Because I don't have any money, that's my beliefs around money? No, no, that doesn't make any sense. Because I'm a doctor. I know this. When someone walked into my office with back pain, it wasn't that they didn't have back pain. They had back pain. But they, back pain could have been caused by a herniated disc. It could be a sprained strain. It could be a subluxation. It could be a nerve impingement. It could be a, a hemangioma. It could be a tumor, for crying out loud. It could be all these different things that was there. And honestly, it was, I realized that what they were telling me, at least for me, was nothing but bullshit. I said, how do you change your beliefs? That's not how you change your beliefs. So I literally went home and, and I, I pulled out these neuroanatomy books, these neuroscience books, and I sat there and I laid them all out. And I laid them all out on my apartment floor at the time, right? My apartment floor, I laid them all out and I started mapping shit out. I started mapping things out and I started laying it out and I said, okay, well, where is this belief created? Where in the brain is the belief created? I said, okay, well, I got to understand the amygdala. Then I got to understand the hippocampus. Then I got to understand the medial prefrontal cortex. Then I got to understand the parietal centers. Then I got to understand the balance center, the temporal centers. All that stuff doesn't make any difference right now at the point for you. But my point is I had to understand where's the neural pathway of these beliefs? Where's the neural pathway behind us understanding this thing called thought? And I went through an exercise and I created all these exercises until I got to this one. And I realized that I'd created this belief. I created this belief through my divorce because it wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't have money. I had money. But I didn't anymore. Because I'd created this belief in my life that you could have love or you could have money. But you couldn't have both. But you couldn't have both. And it didn't matter how big my fucking why was. It made no difference how big my why was. Because the wiring inside of me through the traumas and what I call the root experiences had built a neural pattern inside of me, a neural net that said money equals pain. Love equals dopamine. So if I wanted money, would I bring it into my life? Absolutely not. I wouldn't. So I, I went back to everybody. Then I started doing things. I started creating this exercise. Then I started realizing what my belief inventory was. And then I started going back to people. And I started telling people about it. I started telling all these gurus. I'm like, wait a minute, guys. You guys have got this backwards. We're looking at this the wrong way. And they said, well, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to keep doing it the way that we're doing it because that's what we've done for 30, 40, or 50 years. And I said, no, no, but it's, it's not right. Let me show you how the, the brain really works. And they said, look, you're the new kid. You're the young kid. We're going to do what we're doing, kid. You go keep doing, you go do you. You go do what you want to do. We're going to keep doing what we're going to do. And I said, but you're doing it wrong. And they said, you know what? That's how we're going to do it. And I said, internally, I was like, I can't, I can't teach this stuff to people. I can't teach stuff to people that is going to cause them more illness. And they said, you go teach what you want to teach, and then you, te you tell them that. 
And so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here, because it was easy to speak in front of 10,000 people. It was easy to make lots of money, but it's, more hard, it's harder to tell people the truth. Understand that. It's harder to tell people the truth and stand here before you because people don't want to hear the truth sometimes. They want the dopamine. Why aren't there 5,000 or 10,000 people here? Because people don't always want the truth. But in order to get from here, Chicago, to Denver, I need to know where Chicago is. I need to know where I'm starting before you go change some beliefs. Everybody's reading books to change your beliefs. Don't change your beliefs, ladies and gentlemen. First, know what they are. You need to know objectively where they are. And when I got this, I changed it. When I saw that I could have love or money, but not both, and I understood where I started from, that gave me a landing point. That gave me a platform to be able to change from that point forward. But if I'm changing arbitrarily, then I don't know where I'm going. I'm flying in the blind, listening to people just saying, change your beliefs. But it wasn't until I did my belief inventory that I realized who I was, the way I thought, and why I did what I did. It made so much sense to me. And that's the, that's the gift that it was given to me. Hey guys, if you like that video, click on the link over here and you're gonna love the next video.